Hello and welcome to Vamp Out TV, your somewhat weekly recap of some superhero shows because someone, not me, uh, has you. ruined this show by being on vacation and then funerals and then just falling apart. So, <laughs> uh, like you had a really intense two and a half it, weeks. Dude, it, I am exhausted. <laughs> It, it has been We're all a tired. time. <laughs> January was tough. So, uh, I am your sometimes here host, Kenneth, and around the table, we have Beatrice. Yes, I guess that's me. And Monica. I'm definitely here, and I have been just waiting in this garage for two and a half weeks. It was to record really weird to come home to. I was just sitting here saw, in the dark. It's me. Huddle, huddling over the pot of coffee that I had made for myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was so cold. Drinking too. it like Hawkeye. It, oh, yes, from Every, the pot. You came home, and she was just like, huddled under every blanket in the house in the middle of the garage squatting like a troll holding onto a full pot yeah, of coffee it's like you're out of coffee yeah so for all you uh <laughs> midwestern listeners uh it was real cold here it was like 37 it got down to almost freezing and let me tell you how bad that is for us <laughs> look we're not used to this californians from the bay area it's Snowed. It snowed. <laughs> it, it did snow. Thanks, Thank Malia. you, part time. Thank you, part time participant Malia. It snowed in the hills of Fremont, which is very I'm rare. To you guys. We love you, Malia. <laughs> it's real creepy, and I'm going to remember Bye. that. Uh, yeah, it was too cold. We have had the heater on in the house for two days because, like, I like it when it's cold because it means I can have seven blankets on my bed. Mm-hmm. But I don't like it when it's cold enough that I'm still fucking cold. Yeah. Yeah, if if like uh, cold, not freezing. Right. Yes. Like if we my to, nose is cold, yes! it's too cold. If my nose is cold, I can't sleep. We went to bed last night and we hadn't kicked the heater on because we were here. Um, for that other thing that we do in your garage. Girls and- interrupting. <laughs> Check them out. <laughs> yeah. Show. Yeah, we do. First time this year. I Woo-hoo! hate you. Talking anyway, about check, please. Um. So like, I got into bed and like the the pillowcase on my pillow was like stiff. From cold, and I was like, "This is not great." And then, like, something That's happened. I think the terrible. heat sunk in, or like my electric blanket turned on. But I fucking was out for like a, a like a rock. It was amazing. This is a lot of information. Anyway, feel free to make fun of us, any listeners from the middle of the country or the northeast of the country. Oh my god, we, we are weak. My my mom texted me to tell me that the wind chill the other day was almost forty below. Um. <laughs> doesn't make sense to me i was on the train home with jackie from girls interrupting we were there with her friend her work friend who's from michigan mm-hmm. and she was telling me that her sister had texted her and was like hi the wind chill is 50 degrees negative 50 and jackie just like like she just kind of like blinked really like a long blink and then goes i don't even know how to figure out what that means oh i know like because we don't have wind chill here well, yeah, because oh I think about Ooh. the difference between 110 in Fresno, Fresno and, you know, basically when I left my house yesterday and it was 35, it was that much of a difference again Yeah, to Chicago. And that, yes, and that's I can't insane. fathom like, that. Negative 50, is it a point where, like, you can't really open your mouth yeah. because, like, your tongue might freeze? Um, it's, like, it's, yeah, it's so cold that the mail stopped running. Yeah. Like, in Alaska, when it hits, like, negative 45, they have to shut the schools down because the buses won't turn on. Beer stopped getting delivered in Chicago because it was, it was freezing the trucks. It was too fucking cold. Like, only a couple companies actually have heated trucks for their beer because why would you need that? Man, why would you need that? <laughs> I mean, I, I've, I've been to Chicago on some, like, really cold 
like Christmas trips. And the way the wind whips past oh my God. the buildings. It's insane. It's it's like tiny shards of ice piercing your face. Yeah. That like lift you up off the ground a little mm-hmm, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's rough. I've never been there, but I want to go. It's okay, fun. so let's uh and it was jump really cold here. And now it's raining again. Yeah. Kenneth's favorite. It's so great. Uh, Captain Marvel comes out soon. Oh my god! That's next month! They've been showing it to press people. Someone on my Twitter feed, like, took a picture of a thing they got at the showing and, like, talked about the movie. And I was like, shut the fuck up! We had a second Infinity War teaser drop at the Super Bowl. Captain America's dumb face. His, that's his, I'm about to do something stupid face. That's what that face is. I I love it a thousand. I saw a lot of tweets about Bucky screaming hysterically from the soul universe. From the soul universe. (laughs) God damn it, Steven, I know that face. You keep your ass in that chair. Uh, Some good Oscar nominations for Black Black Panther Panther and Into the Spider-Verse. Which is great. Oh, if they both win, which is not going to happen because white America, but if they both won, like best animated film, best picture, I would lose my fucking shit. That'd be amazing. They won't. I don't see. But I what don't if even they did? think that's white America? I think that's more <laughs> old Oscar voters. Yeah, bias against anything fun. Well, you yes. know, there's that author who got panned last year for writing terrible sex scenes, Brett Easton Ellis. He oh, came out yeah, and said yeah, some yeah. shit about how. Yeah, this is how you know someone's a racist. Basically, he said, I don't think Black Panther deserves to be nominated for Best Picture because the only reason that people in Hollywood are saying they like it is so they can be seen as appreciating diversity. Yeah. Oh, it's like, like that shit you were talking about today. Um, yes. Oh, my God. Signal. signal virtue signal. Virtue signal. Virtue signal. Let me tell you about the, like, Brett- 12-hour fight now I've <laughs> had on Facebook about <laughs> women in board games. So, Brett Easton Ellis was saying... Black Panther was only nominated due to virtue sig- virtue signaling, which legitimately vaguely sucks, but I don't give a shit because if it wins, that's huge. Yeah. If it wins, and also, suck an egg, buddy. Also, if it's... <laughs> maybe rude or not, we if don't it's know. virtue signaling that gets diverse movies made to a point, like Shelby said, where this generation can virtue signal their asses off as long as the next generation is actually value yeah it's actually just ingrained into them Mm -hmm. because of the fakeness of the generation before them i'm here for that let's do that but like it's such a garbage turn brett easton ellis doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about (laughs) i don't think he's ever given a woman an orgasm in his entire life his entire life oh and american psycho sucks also a lady directed that movie what yeah oh man i think i've never seen it so i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna look it up now I watched it in high school. It's it's not great. It's not great. I got mad because like at the end they're like, maybe this happened, maybe it didn't, and I fucking hate that. I hate it. Yeah. No, I used to I used to hang out with these uh, boys in high school who wanted to be directors, and they were obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. And so like I had to pretend to like it for like two years, and it's yes! not good. A woman directed it, Mary Heron, and he's a misogynistic piece of shit. Oh my god, I hate him so much. Anyway, Brett Easton Ellis, garbage. And I hope Black Panther wins. It won't, because that's not how. But I think I think us, yeah I think Kenneth's onto something that Oscars don't go to anything that's fun. Yeah, and especially well that and there's a whole films. genre problem with the Oscars, where mm-hmm. the only genre that would win an Oscar is um, old timey something. Yeah, feel good tearjerker crap. Or like um, what is it called when it's like in the historical placement or whatever, like a historical oh, a period piece. A period piece. Uh, the only like historical. Movies? Sorry, the only <laughs> genre film that will win an Oscar. Or has won an Oscar has been a period piece. I, didn't Lord of the Rings three won? Didn't it? No, not for any movie. It wasn't best sound editing and 
costume. Or maybe they handed it to them because it hadn't won the last like seven in a fucking row. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it got best picture. I think. Yeah, but I think that was like a gimme. Oh yeah, no, and that was it was, it was so win. shocking at the time because because yeah. genre films never wins. don't win they because don't they win. don't take them seriously, which is fucking straight garbage. Also, Captain God, America: Winter Soldier list of was the one of the boards. best films that came out that year, and I don't think it got anywhere near what it deserved, if anything, because it's a thing we're here on movie. What came out that year? Twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen Oscar. Who, who won Best Picture in 2014? Also, something stupid. did Mad Max win? Uh, no, because okay. it's a fucking genre film. No, it was uh, 12 Years a Slave. I can't. Okay. Super. I can't talk to you about that. I'm so fucking tired of that shit. Black Panther can't win an Oscar because it's a movie about black people being something other than fucking slaves. But how many goddamn slave period pieces have won a fucking Oscar because that's the only thing that black actors are hired to be? It's okay. garbage! Well, yeah, and, and superhero stuff doesn't win. Yeah, I'm fine. It's fine. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm not mad about the success of Twelve Years a Slave no. because I think that's an important story to it's tell. An important story. It was but, well done. Everyone acted amazing. But like, but we've seen it a thousand times. I mean, I'm so here for this wave of Afrofuturism and yes. about the success of Black culture rather than just talking about all is, that terrible shit. Is Black Klansman nominated for anything? So. It should be because it was great. It was hot, man. It was very funny. Also, Beatrice and I almost got into a fight after the, at the end of it. That's true. No, yeah, it nominated for best picture, supporting actor, director. I'm sorry, musical score, Adam Driver, obviously. Support. I don't know what to tell you, man. John Washington. Look. look. Fucking carried that I am film. Just I love Adam person. Driver, but like, <laughs> are you fucking kidding? What's his name? John David Washington? I don't, I don't know. That guy carried that. Movie. Denzel Jr. This is actually a Spike Lee's first Oscar nomination for That's Best also director. fucking Damn. garbage. Oh my god! Spike he did that Lee. one with Wesley Snipes. The Jungle Fever wasn't that Spike Lee Jones? Spike Lee. Spike <laughs> Jones is the white guy, and he did the now Spike the Lee. Gold in the Desert. One. What? What? We Three Kings. I don't know that movie. It's George Clooney and two other people. Mark Wahlberg. Oh, we, just ta- we were just talking about Spike Lee. Oh, we're, we were going to watch Do the Right Thing. That's right, because I've never Wait, seen what? Right Spike thing. Jones died in 1965. I don't think Who that's think also... Who directed th- We Three Kings? Spike something. This is a weird episode. This <laughs> this should fall... Look, we, we take a couple <laughs> weeks off and it falls apart. Who directed We Three Kings? I, I'm looking. Hold on. <laughs> Um, oh no, I don't want the song, you should, damn it. You should get beefier weefies out here. Weefies. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> A movie is pronounced weefy? Uh, Did you just fucking quote Bob Burgers, which you're not even watching? No. Oh. It was David O. Russell. Really? The George yeah. Clooney one? Yep. Who's the director I'm thinking of? I have no uh, idea. I assume not David Russell. No. David <laughs> O. Russell? No. He's also vaguely garbage. Anyway... We are here to talk about superhero shows and yes. not random directors. So, uh, this week we are just playing a bit of catch up, um, and also just watching more Young Justice because fuck Spike it. Spike Jones is not dead. I mean, Spike Jones I looked at is dead. Which Spike Jones did you I look don't know, at? Some old time dude <laughs> born in 1911. No, Spike Jones, the young white director. Okay, well, look, if I Google Spike Jones, it comes up with some old timey dude. Well, scroll down a little. IMDb. Spike Jones, IMDb. 
Oh, you're Dum-dum. right. Dum Dum. I said fucking director. You're right. Old-timey it's the guy. same one. Boom. Look at it's that. It's not the same one. Oh, it is the same one. <laughs> <laughs> you were in director Spike Jones, I guess. I'm not going to pander he directed, to you. No, Three Kings. I apologize. The film is called Three Kings. It was directed by Spike Jones. It stars George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg and Ice Cube. What? Not we three kings. Three kings. I gave you. I gave you shitty information. It's about the Gulf War, and there's like this gold or something. Still says David Russell, and it's the Spike Jones. IMDb starred in it, says, dude. Oh, "Oops, I don't know how to read." <laughs> yes, I I didn't know oh how to God. tell you. I'm illiterate. <gasps> okay, so we're going to talk about <laughs> Young Justice episodes seven through ten. What? No, we're, well, talking, about we're talking about the Flash. Oh, no, fuck you're the Flash. I'm talking about, about Young Justice. Justice. I want to talk about Wait, the Flash first. Wait, did I say first. the Flash? No. She said oh. the Flash. We're doing the Flash oh, first. So that was real tunnel vision on Young Justice. No, Young Justice uh, is, is dessert. We have to get through okay. dinner, dinner first. So, which she does not normally recommend. Second best thing about this episode. The episode of The Flash. No, uh, of this Bampow TV. Oh. Third best. Never mind, because you talked about shitting on someone's future children. <laughs> um... <laughs> Don't try to tell me my man Coulson is somehow dead. That you, I will never. And that you thought you. Aaliyah was in TLC. Oh, okay. TLC, that's the <laughs> one. Four, fourth best thing about this episode <laughs> um, is that episode ten of the Flash was called the Flash and the Furious, and that makes me so happy. Ah, uh, somewhere Kurt is upset. Just like he just he's on a beach somewhere in Thailand, and he just sat up and went, "Something's wrong." So we we close out uh, the the mid season break. Well, with Elseworlds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, before that, Nora went back to 2049 to confront uh, Thawn after she finds out that uh, Thawne killed her Barry's mother, her grandmother. Mm-hmm. She's all pissy, very understandably. And she's like, no, fuck you. You're a bed of lies. I am not going to roll around in that anymore. <laughs> and I think she... that might be one of my favorite things you, you've ever said. No, you're a bed of lies. <laughs> uh, DA Cecile Horton goes back to work. God, I love her so much. Um, Daniel Horton is a fucking gift, and I'm bummed she hasn't been here the whole time. I'm bummed that uh, Harry is not around because I love the two of them working together they were so bad. much. Like, I'm actually Sherlock has grown on me a lot, but like Harry's the OG of the Wells that I enjoy. Oh yeah, Harry's my favorite. So um, we've got a lot of this centers around the trial of a. Uh, Weather Wizard's daughter, Weather Weather Witch. Um, And I don't know. She seems very remorseful. So I I really kind of wonder how much dark matter tech is fucking with people's brains. I was curious about that, too, because her uh, defense is making that argument. And it could definitely just be something that the defense is trying to say in order to win their case, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But... I mean, we're, we're, we've established here that Cecile reads people's emotions, and generally people who are on trial who have just done bad things don't, like, feel intense remorse yeah. for that shit, because they went out to do it on purpose. And and even going back to that, that blogger who had the phone that could control stuff, like, it's it was such a weird jump from, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I write a fun blog to I'm going to get people to kill themselves to make news. Right? So, I mean... I, I could definitely see, and that, so that makes mm. me wonder how much Cicada is potentially a uh, not fully in control villain, and it's more the the daggers riding him like a meat suit, kind of. 
I am curious about that. Oh man, when he's not with the dagger, which he's not with the dagger a lot. Doesn't he have shrapnel yeah, inside he has his body? Oh, that's him, right. So that's I, that that's that could be why he's even more. Even let's more just kill terrible. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It could be that there's some sort of like it's infected you, and maybe it because ever everybody has within them the potential to do bad things. It's and so maybe it just cranks that up to eleven and dials your empathy all the way back down. Yeah. Could could definitely be. Um, we we meet a new meta, the Silver Ghost. She she busts a Weather Witch out of jail to help steal a Wayne Tech car, which mm-hmm. I feel like we're really starting to lay the groundwork for a Batwoman, which is dope. Yes. Oh, also Batwoman casted their Alice today. I saw that, which is very cool. Um, and I think it's, it's just cast, cast. Yeah, they cast. I think in this in this it. format, that word's past tense is also its present tense. They they found the actress to All play right. <laughs> Alice, um, and it's the same lady who played Black Canary in the very ill-fated and short run uh, Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey on the CW mm-hmm. way back in like two thousand one, which is it was crazy. a long ass time ago. Which I kind also, of it's a vaguely terrible show. Oh, I what? kind of no, want to watch no it vaguely. though. Mm-hmm. I'd watch just it just for funsies. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's get some drinks and watch this shit. And The Purge, number three. Yeah, we, we gotta make a purge day. We need a purge day. Um, and that was... Oh! Yeah, and the other... we So Nora go Like, Nora is coming down very hard on Weather Witch in general. Has a... Has a come to Bebo talk with, uh, with Barry. And, um... Basically he's just too good of a person for this world and is like, no, you know, there's good in everybody. And she's like, even Thawne. And he's like, you know, it's that guy's a giant piece of shit. But yeah, maybe even him. The problem is, is that she's asking this, presenting it as like a hypothetical. Nothing. She's just like, oh, oh, yeah. And if your kid comes to you and says, dad, is there good in everyone? You're going to say yes. Even Hitler. Say yeah. No, no, Dad. No, the answer to that is not even Hitler. Yeah. No, Hitler Everyone else, but not that guy. You can shit on his children. Yeah. So oh my God, uh, no. I'm really leaning into you. Are more. but so he's trying to be a good dad and 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 reinforcing his values of everybody deserves a second chance. There's good in everybody. You just have to give them the opportunity to be good. And so she just takes that. And runs with it, which I'm like, no, context is key. I think I might be tapped out on certain aspects of genre shows. Um, it's really brought home to me with Nora just because, like, she's fucking all over the place every episode. There's something else going on. Like, she's a different character almost. And I've noticed a lot, and I don't, I wouldn't say it's in all the shows, but it's like heavy in Supergirl and heavy in The Flash. Not so much in Black Lightning, and I don't think we've seen enough Arrow for me to make a decision, but where whatever is bothering someone, there happens to be a baddie of the uh-huh. week that fits that problem. <laughs> yes. And they go ham in one direction, and then the heavy moral of the story brings them back around and also fixes whatever their original yeah. problem was. And like, this is one of the reasons I couldn't handle, like, um, this is a really weird reference, but, um, what's that fucking show with all the people in the house in San Francisco? Uh, American Horror Story? No, from, like, our oh. childhood. Oh, uh, Real World. 
No, no. Uh, the the dad and his two friends. Full house. We got there. <laughs> we did it. I never enjoyed that show. I liked Family Matters because it yes. told good stories. And I liked um, the step now, family. Was a piece of crap. He was a piece of crap, but we didn't know that at the time. The step family with all the step kids, I liked that one too. But oh, step by step, step oh, by step. Never mind. Um, Full House. Pretty the problem much. for me with Full House was that every episode was so fucking heavy-handed on the moral lesson mm-hmm. that it felt preachy and not like oh, and subtly here's like a moray of yeah, the yeah thing. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Flash has like full nosedived, and it's not just Nora; it's all the characters. They have a problem don't tell anybody about it it changes their behavior and then it gets solved at the end and like i hate it and i think i i'm starting to check out a little because it makes me feel like they're just preaching and the writing's not as good because if it was good writing it wouldn't be this ham-handed yeah i think for me i also struggled this episode felt really contrived to me yes that um, the only reason she was like that about Weatherwitch because of this thing with Thawne. like mm-hmm. it was so terrible. And well, because when we and then we see we see Barry gets taken out of action, and like a lot of the scenes involving Barry being stuck in the the tube are really funny. When they were eating the burgers together, yeah, when, uh, and he reads, they dropped off mixed books. Yeah, and then Barry got into it. And it was oh, so girl, great. no, because Grant Custon is a cutie pie, and most of these actors are very good, um, but they're just. Everything about it was very, it felt very much, oh, we have to get Barry from point A to point B. This has to be Nora-centric, so we have to take him out of the game. So it just, Mm -hmm. it felt more like watching someone assemble a jigsaw puzzle than the artful telling of a story. character-driven, character-development episode. Well, like, because the whole point is that Barry has to be in at the trial, right? So why can't, why didn't Nora just go out on her own? Yeah, they both didn't need to go. There's two speedsters now. Like, it's just, anyway. That's your problem. I was also annoying. Mine is this other thing. I, I feel like that's they're both valid, a lot of a problem that we had with Ralph last season, though, where yeah. he was all over the place. And yes. I, just, and I don't like it. Like, if you're, I feel like it just shows that the writer's room is not a great writer's room. It's they're not, not working together. They're not working together or they're not talking their shit through or something's happening well, it's, and it's scatterbrained. They're, they're hedging their bets, I feel, on a long-form television show and still wanting to get a very... You can have a monster of the week feel, but we want to tell this overarching story. So every week has to have its nice little wrap up too. Except like the X Files was monster of the week with sweeping overarching like stories beats that they had to hit, and those characters didn't feel this. Oh, way. for sure, no. Like I'm, Supernatural, the first five seasons, monsters of the week, yeah, overarching. No, no I, so I totally just, get that. I'm just saying they're they're hedging their bets and doing it poorly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Like. I have watched enough television in my time to know what's a good writer's room and what's not. Mm-hmm. And I love this show and I love these characters, but I don't know how much more of this I can take because I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm not dumb. I watch it every week. Mm-hmm. It's weird for me that they're so different all the time mm-hmm. and it's making me not enjoy it. Well, it kind of reminds me of, um, did anybody else watch Glee when Glee was on? Yeah. yeah. So like the first few seasons of glee every episode felt completely disconnected from the one that came before and the one that went after Mm -hmm. right because that writer's room 
was not in a writer's room. They were all they were all in different places and they didn't talk to each other. Oh, and there weird. was and there was Really? Yeah. That that makes a lot of they sense. They didn't have now, a actually. central like writer's room. No, like the and, and the guy who's in charge of it, uh what's his face, American horror story guy. Brian yeah. No. No. Ryan what? Probably Spike Jones. Spike Jones. It's Spike definitely Jones. Spike Jones. It's definitely Spike Jones. I think he's just not very good at Working or, with others? I think he, at that point in time, was not super great at running a writer's room. Mm-hmm. I think he's really grown as a as a, both a writer and a showrunner since right. then. Because when I see the way in which he does American Horror Story... Yeah, it's great. Those are... Is some artfully crafted television. Mm-hmm. And each episode flows seamlessly into the next one to tell one story. Yeah. Yeah, it makes total sense. That's interesting, the Glee thing. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I it's hard for me to want to watch the show because, like, I don't see the value in Nora. I did at the beginning, but she's all over the place and she drives me crazy and I think she's a dum-dum and she never learns anything. And I hate it because that actress is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. She was on Black Sails and she was mesmerizing and they are wasting her. Well, I think that might be a Leah's my new watch the other show after, you should it's after, fucking uh, stellar after piece of advice the first couple Barbara episodes Black. are good there's a super icky three to four episode arc that's in, like super rapey and gross if you can push through that the rest of season one's cool um what's his nose what's his nose uh, bruckheimer no yeah. the other one uh, michael no. bay yeah. bay explosion bro bay wanders off to do more transformers bullshit and that show becomes what it is and I've heard Bumblebee's real good because he's not involved in it, and that oh, makes yeah. me so uncomfortable. Also, they're making a Bad Boys three, and that's what? Really, oh yeah, oh yeah. You didn't know about that? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, what Martin? The only holdout was Martin Lawrence's. Maybe Martin not Lawrence, coming thank back. you. He's the only holdout, and then he's like, "Damn it, I need a new boat." Okay, yeah. what has he done lately? It's I can't like believe they got Will Smith back. I mean. What else is he going to do? His More other movie, he's squad? like a pigeon spy. Like, right? Oh, he joined Scientology and is like, you know, Wait. his cred has really gone down. What? He's a pigeon spy? It's like spies in disguise and he's both a pigeon and a spy. I don't know. I, I could, just see posters. Honestly, from we just saw the poster. We haven't seen a trailer. And I could not understand whether he was the a pigeon man or a man. Or a pigeon, oh, yeah. it's, okay. So it's animated. It's animated. For one. Sorry. Which one. helps a lot because <laughs> I was having a real time picturing this. Keep that tab open. We'll watch it when we're done. Okay. Uh, so anyway, we're wrapping this one up. Yeah. Uh, Nora goes back into the future. Is like, maybe Thawne's not completely I guess I'll trust Spoiler, you. he is. He is. Uh, also, weirdly, he has an hour to live. Which is very strange. I think he's in. I think he's on death row. Oh, yeah. Oh, that dumb. It's like it's like Supermax. Where did you think prison? he was? I don't know. I he's thought... literally in like a fucking prison outfit, straight jacket. Look, you shit on people's future. <laughs> they know what they did, <laughs> and you thought Aaliyah was in TLC. <laughs> I knew. <laughs> um. And anyway, name Shimo. for me the members of TLC, not Left Eye, who I gave you. I don't have to do that. Uh, you do if you're going to keep giving me shit about this, because at least I know Left Eye is in TLC. T-Boss. Aaliyah was a solo artist, wasn't she? Yes, she was. Fuck. That's what... T-Boss, Left Eye, and Chili? Chili! It was Chili. Was yeah. it T-Boss, really? T-Boss, yeah. T-Boss. They are not friends. No. Now. No. That's and fine. I think two of the three of them are bankrupt. Anyway, so, uh, Sherlock is starting to get suspicious of Nora because starting. she's acting shady. Uh, he goes and talks to Gideon and she's like, oh, well, the files on Nora oh, have been deleted. That's so oh, weird. Oh, no. He's all, hmm. Okay, uh, episode 11, Seeing Red. 
Cicada's back, and he's chomping through metas. Um, Just killing, yeah, killing, killing. Snake Eye Dude and some random brawler. Brawler dies, Snake Eye Dude runs away. And uh, Team Flash is like, what the fuck? He's killing metas directly down this list uh, that matches up with what CCPD had. That's weird. And then Cecile goes to work. And How do we explain shit. the nurse? What? If Cicada is being poisoned by the dark matter tech, mm-hmm. what the fuck's wrong with that nurse? She a racist. I think she's just a bigot. Yeah. Cool. Because And a manipulative one at that. Yeah. I think she might also be keeping his daughter sick. <gasps> Ooh. In order to utilize him as a weapon. I think that makes a lot of sense. I swear to God we talked about this before. I'm sure that we did. We're pretty Okay, hard. yeah. I, I don't know. B's reaction just looked very like, this is interesting new. <laughs> She's quietly a dum-dum. Don't oh, no. <gasps> Rude. No, it's no, okay, little dum-dum. Don't worry about so it. You're so pretty. <laughs> you have such shiny <laughs> eyelids. It's okay. What? Those are I don't natural. know where that came she from. Does. <laughs> she does that herself. <laughs> oh, no. Am I the dum dum? Like, it's like yes, I'm the only non dum dum on this whole podcast. Yes, I I I literally woke up like this. <laughs> That's magical. Is our life a TV show? <laughs> oh God, we can yes, never. Yes, I turn off the again. light. It comes no, and the we're all on. over the place. We need John back to like rein us the fuck okay, in. Okay. Anyway, um, he's outside. He's just like staring at us through the mail <laughs> slot, <laughs> silently judging. Um. Sherlock. Oh, so. Oh, Iris gets in Sherlock's face. Stay away well, from my daughter. After, after uh, Nora gets her back broken, mm-hmm. because why the fuck if uh, Killer Frost is the only one that can directly why? use her powers? Why? why would you bring Caitlyn back then? Wait, I don't uh, give a shit if that lady got her tummy just cut. Have what? Nora run that lady to the fucking ER. Yeah, right. Because like they're like, oh no, we need Caitlyn. No, and what we does Caitlyn do? She leans over her and goes, oh, she needs a hospital. Like, yeah. I what? Yeah, I no. could have done that. That was my biggest complaint with this episode. Was Shitty that was writer's a room. contrived moment? Yes, to break yes. Norris back. You want yes. to do? You want to break her back? Break her Fine. back. That's Fine. cool. Have it make sense? Yeah. Because then again, it just feels like we have to get from point A to point B. You know what they could have done? Nora could have ran her. Killer Frost could have tried to keep him under control. When Nora came back, she's Nora, so she bumps Killer Frost. He gets free, grabs Nora, breaks her back. Uh huh. I should be in the writers' room. Yes. Just me in a corner drinking and angrily yelling at them. Oh, man, I'm pretty sure that's how John Rogers run, runs his writer's that's room. True. That's true. That's true. When is our next leverage we want? <laughs> it's a real Immediately. My God. Call Malia. She loves that show. <gasps> like, it's... Your time with Malia! Yay! Maybe her favorite show ever. It's oh, one dang. of our favorite shows ever. Oh, man. Uh, John Rogers and Lin-Manuel Miranda producing that new Brandon Rothfuss Rothfuss show. I'm pretty excited about that. The oh, um, oh, yeah, Patrick no, 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 I, I, no, I, I was picking up what you're putting down. I just that guy frustrates me so much. Rothfuss, yeah, because oh, he won't fucking finish. Yeah, stupid and like story. I understand why, and I get. Is he sick? What's wrong? He he's struggling with pretty strong depression. Oh, and, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Like, can't really be that mad about that. Just man, it's been like forty years. You know what he should do. Farm out to Brandon Brandon Sanderson. Hey, Brando, I know you're like busy and write a thousand books a month, but I may not be able to finish this. Can you do me a solid? And then he has to go and and post on his website. Sorry, guys, I'm doing this thing. I can only put out 40 books this year. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he just put up a new uh, update on Stormlight number four. And I'm just. 
again. It's not until well, no. He's gonna write another like side project again. Of course he is. He God damn it, Brando. When's the next um in space? Uh, uh, later this year, Skyward. actually. Oh, shit. He he had a uh, he wrote. I almost gave two, away a spoiler. Somewhat um simultaneously, oh. and so like it's it's going through editing right now. I oh. believe. Have you read it yet? I have not. I'm glad I didn't say that spoiler out loud. Yeah. Have to talk to you later. Okay. Okay. Uh. Anyway. Blah blah blah. I know, right? Uh, I think the most important thing we find out here: the Sherlock figures out that the writing in Nora's journal is written by two different people. So of course, it's probably originally Thons, and the two of them are writing to each other in secret language. Didn't fucking write this. Come on, come on. She Uh, barely knows how to use her. He tries to talk to her about it. Iris jumps down his throat. Understandably. Okay, here's the thing, though. Iris has been through enough shit with enough people we thought we could trust mm-hmm. that even with mama bear like turned up to 11 i'm hoping next episode she has a moment where she pulls sherlock aside and goes i'm her mother Excuse and me. i love her it's sherlock i'm her mother and i love her and i want to trust her but if you think there's something here please finish investigating mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. she's a fucking investigative reporter and all we know about this girl is what she has told us yeah. I, I think the problem is if it was Harry, she'd probably get there a lot quicker. But like, yes. you know, Sherlock's still new. He's kind of weird. I did like that moment in, I think it was this episode, where Barry turns to Sherlock and goes, earn your money. And I was like, yeah. yeah. Remember how yes. he still owes us money? He owes us so much money. Um, And then it's pretty much just a, a story of the week of Cicada <laughs> trying to hunt down all the metas. Um, and we rescued them all and yeah. put them all in one place for him Flash to find. Flash and co get them all out of town. Ralph is back being a badass. Ralph was great this um, episode. Killing it. And then it turned out snake face guy was pretty okay. Yeah. He's I really was worried worst. he was going to end up dying by, by like stepping oh, aside and helping I, people again. I thought I was he was like, going to. If the lesson learned here is that you die and something horrible happens to you every time you put someone else first, this is not a good lesson to teach people. Yeah. No. But I loved that that wasn't it. Mm-hmm. That um, Baby Giraffe saved him. Baby Giraffe! Baby Giraffe. Yeah. And so, um, and then Barry comes up with the idea, hey, we should try to wake Gracie up. Or Grace up. Which is uh, a really solid plan. Yeah. Where have we been for half a season? So I, I wonder if um, that's going to... Uh, one way or another, we'll figure out probably what is up with the nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, if she's yeah, Caitlin rolls up and goes, "No, this chick's fine." Like, what yeah, the fuck? like why? Why are you pumping anesthesia into her every day? That that's weird. Yeah, and that's a flash. I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm having a pretty good time with it. Uh, probably yeah, honestly, probably the the mid season hiatus really helped me because to take a break from it. Yeah, just take a bit of a break, come back to it, and just be like, oh yeah, superheroes. That's cool. I like that. Like, I love Grant Gustin's dumb face, and I love all these characters. I love his dumb face. And I like, and I like Ralph when he's being real Ralph, and not, like, shitty version of Ralph. Mm-hmm. Well, we uh, haven't seen shitty Ralph since the end of last season. No. He's been, yeah. been, like, really great Ralph. So, I mean, there's so much about it to like, but again... It's, it's like, like another really annoying, sorry, about the show, is, like, mm-hmm. there always has to be a shitty character, instead of, why can't they all just be great and, like, just have a bad guy? Yeah, somebody's always gotta carry the idiot ball. <laughs> so, one thing I like that I feel like they're maybe trying to do a bit more is have a character or two off screen each episode. Like, you know, this episode is Cisco. Last episode is Ralph. Mm-hmm. And it hopefully will help them keep it a bit more tightly focused on everyone who's still on set. Mm-hmm. 
But we'll see how that goes. Well, and then it gives that that actor a little time off, which yeah. is nice. Then you go play Xbox. Because yeah, because if do. if you're signed as a series regular, you get paid for all the episodes, even if you're not in them. Really? Yeah, you sign That's a awesome. that you you sign a contract before the show even starts, and you say, "I agree by signing this contract that I will appear in up to." 20 episodes and then you sign that contract so even if so if something weird happens and they can't use you in that episode or they only use you for one scene you still get paid the same amount dude that's dope Mm -hmm. okay 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 anyway over to young justice yeah best show the the best part of this episode is the (laughs) part about the bear it was so great i love that i i really like seeing uh vandal savage's origin story uh so this is episode seven it was also Sorry, go ahead, finish. And uh, it's mostly about uh, Vandal Savage's... Vandal Savage, his daughter Cassandra, who's like a weird amalgam of Savage and another of his daughters whose name I forget. You mean Scandal. Scandal Savage. You just said a ver- oh, amalgam of Savage and someone else. I think you meant to say Scandal. Scandal. Definitely what I meant. <laughs> um. Yep, here we are. This was weird for me. Because on this show, he's kind of a good dad. But the only other experience I have really with like detailed Vandal Savage like interactions is Secret, Secret Six, Six. Yeah. Where mm-hmm. he's a piece of shit to oh, his yeah. daughter Scandal. And so like that was really weird for me. Like I could I can see how he would be a good dad because he lives immortally, he has a shit ton of kids and it's important to him to have legacies. But at the same time, the other version of him on Secret Six makes sense because mm-hmm. he needs his children to procreate. So, of course, he would not be happy with having a lesbian daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was She's a like, weird no, thing for me. Dad, I like girls. And he's like, I don't care. I still need you to have a baby. I need you to have a baby with Catman. <laughs> and she's like, no, I want to stay with my giant girlfriend, Kay. And he's like, he can't. She can't give you a baby. Have sex with Catman. And I mean, okay, we all want to have we sex with Catman. We all want to have sex with Catman. Like, man, I get it. That guy turned his life around. Yeah. Let me tell you. Do you know one of my favorite memories of my <laughs> friendship with Jessica Spencer? <laughs> she did a live reading of, like, the opening page of a Catman comic. It was like, Catman 52. <laughs> Were you there? Yes. And she, she's standing up in her house, and she's, like, acting out as Catman. And it's, like, ridiculous dialogue in his head about like i went to africa and tore myself down and rebuilt and i fought with the lion and like she acted out and it is one of my favorite memories (laughs) that is delightful it was ridiculous and i love her oh man i love catman but anyway catman's not on this show at least not yet i mean not yet i mean they're slowly getting to have everyone on this show (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's almost too much but i love it um, what was this one about? Uh, this one was Starro invading. And, uh, Vandal oh, the Savage. weird, like, S. Oh, the weird the, thing with the big eyeballs. The starfish. Yeah, the, the starfish, starfish in yeah. the eye. Yeah, Blit. Starro. Gross. Everyone knows Starro. No. Do they? Everyone should know Starro. No, that was gross. Gross. I, didn't like I hate it. it. Yeah, so it, uh, basically, Starro somehow found itself a invasion force, mm-hmm. tried to come and take over Earth, and Savage is like, Fuck nah, you, man. I got War World. But then a second one showed up, and he's like, ah, oh, crud. Okay, well, good thing I have Darkseed on speed dial. Help me out, bro. And Darkseed actually was super chill about it. Well, apparently they've been bros since, like, yeah, Genghis for, Khan time. for quite a while. Also, Which, this is the episode. Yes, can we talk for 
Seven hours. Like seven hours. About we how? Break this down. Deep okay. Down. We are so all Vandal we, Savage. We establish in this episode that Vandal Savage was Genghis Khan. Right. And we know, we know from our reality that according to genetics, almost everyone on the planet like is one descended. One quarter or one third of every member on mm-hmm. this planet is descended from Genghis, from Genghis Khan. Khan. So that is insane. So that tells me that almost everyone in this universe is descended from Vandal Savage. And Vandal Savage established, was we, the we first. established yeah, the first person to have metahuman abilities. So does that mean that all metahuman abilities come from Vandal Savage? Right. There's no like mutation in the human gene pool. It's, no, just, it's just Vandal Vandal Savage fucking his way through history. Oh no, he's the original Sarah Lance. Yes! Oh yeah! <laughs> like, like, we had to pause the episode like, so I could work about that. We had to That's talk about like crazy. genetics and how it spreads and how it works and like a good example is the Neanderthals did not die off. The Neanderthals were not killed off. Homo sapiens Fucked the Neanderthals out of existence. We couldn't beat them in a fight. They were bigger and stronger than us. So we just seduced them to death. And that's how there are no more Neanderthals. But Mm -hmm. there are still Homo sapiens running around with the same forehead ridges and cheekbones of Neanderthals. Okay? So, like... I got to talk about that, which I love. This was a side note. Anyway, but... I'd like to just brag really quickly. Uh, I did the 23andMe. And uh, out part of Neanderthal? everyone I know who did that, mm-hmm. I have the highest amount of Neanderthal in me. So it's that big old forehead. It's, that's look where my, it. Look yeah, that's where it comes from. <laughs> Got that big old five head. I yep. love it. It's love pretty it. great. Okay. So, well, they are a sturdy stock. Did you just do a Ace Ventura thing? Maybe. Oh my god, I love that movie. I want to apologize. It's a classic, and what only and only wildly transphobic at the very end. Just at the very very end, you know. Yeah. Some things are problematic. <laughs> and, you know, 90% very good movie. 90%. Thank you, Jake Peralta. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Our world is broken. Cool, cool, cool. Um, yeah, anyway. That was mostly it. Uh, the biggest Brio plot names point, itself Geoforce. The biggest plot point that came Neat. out of this is that one third of this nation is related to Vandal Savage. Yes. And he created metahumans. Yeah. Single fucking handedly. Just like it he killed that bear. not his hand that he was using. How did he become immortal? He was he from that thing that landed. It was the sky spear. The sky spear, which was confusing me for a sec because I I was remembering his origin story from Legends that was all tied in with the Hawk people, which is let's never talk about that again. No, no, that was bad. Let's never talk about the Hawk people again. No, in theory they're coming back this season. Oh, you know they were both. Nice, solid actor people. So, if it was a different incarnation of them, maybe I could be super down for okay, it. Okay, maybe if he wasn't a misogynistic piece of shit and she wasn't secretly in love with Ray. Yeah, sure. Different incarnations. I'm just saying, Ray deserves so much better than we have given him so far. Ray deserves Nate. Ray does deserve Nate. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> I love it. All right. Okay. Episode, Next episode. eight. Um. Geoforce names himself Geoforce. Yeah. Genghis Khan fucks a lot. Or, <laughs> sorry. Vandal Savage fucks a lot. Geoforce mm-hmm. got a name. Sorry. I'm, it's been a minute since I've watched these. Why do I keep saying that? It's a good phrase. 
I was remembering about how my mom used to say that phrase that we don't say anymore about the passage of time where she said, where she would say, I haven't seen you in a coon's age. Oh, God. And I was like, mother, no. Mother, what? no. Which is a super, it's very country. And like, and, and, but from her perspective, like, she may literally think that she's talking about like raccoons. a raccoon. And I'm like, mom, it's no, not. that is hella racist. No. Please start saying it's been a minute. It's been a minute. My mom and dad used to use the term oriental and they were not talking about rugs. Nope. Oh, man. So apparently uh, that um, originated from a the old English phrase, I haven't seen you in a crow's age. Um, and it got Americanized over Nya because of raccoons and they apparently live longer than crows. Oh. But also that sounds terrible. Do Wait, not say that. it's actually raccoons? Yeah, it is actually about raccoons. What? What? You owe your mother an apology. Uh, you should still not say that. You should still <laughs> not say still, that. Because no. in America, because of America, there is a connotation when you use the word coon. You should never shorten raccoon. No. No. Or call them like rack racks. Or trash pandas. Trash yes, pandas. There you go. I haven't seen you in a trash panda's age. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. That is super interesting. It's good to know. to know that there is one country phrase that is not inherently <laughs> racist. Sorry yeah, everyone from the country. Okay, so episode 8 was split up across three <laughs> separate stories. We have um Nightwing telling Barbara about his team man. I, and there were makeouts. So there much happened. Um blah blah blah. Okay, really the important You're such thing. A good podcast, I know, right? right? Uh, <laughs> uh, Robin number three, seventy-five, Tim is reporting back to back to Batman about his cool little team he has going on with uh, mm-hmm. him. Spoiler, spoiler, by the way, uh, Arrowette and Orphan. Who I I didn't actually know who that was. That was I'm weird. pretty sure it's that's Cass Kane, the mute Batgirl. Oh, because she don't talk. Yeah, she she never spoke, and judging by the the costuming. The um, the, the, okay. Yeah, it looks wow, like Cass. Man, good looking out. We Whoosh, just read me. a silent Batgirl comic. Nice. Like, four months ago for girls. Okay. Oh, it's been longer than that, but yeah, <laughs> it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. So uh, they're longer than a crow's age. <laughs> Much Jesus. longer. Um, they're they're tracking Clayface, <laughs> who is man. I love Clayface. Clayface is so great. Clayface like, is not really Clayface. Clayface is who is pretending to be someone else to be the Mad Hatter. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's not allowed to wear hats anymore? Apparently. Yeah, which that is, seems. I think the best part of his parole agreement. <laughs> no, that guy should still be in jail. That guy oh, is gross. for sure. For sure. It's just funny that his parole agreement was, you can't wear hats. Um, and... Was that both of us? Boom, boom, boom. We find out that the Mad Hatter is uh, juicing people up with something. And he escapes. Boo. Well, we, yeah, we see him with a bald, mostly naked white dude. And at that point, we don't really know who that is. Sounds like me most of the days. <laughs> thank, thank you for wearing pants today. It's You're the welcome. First time I did in a this long for time. I mean, it's, had it's pants it's, on while we recorded. It's and very we cold. It. I would, yeah. I would feel bad for your testicles. <laughs> they just don't exist anymore. Yeah. They just live inside his body. Um, oh my god! There's a joke in here about how cold it is, and I'm not gonna say it. My god. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's an okay episode. Um, what was the third one? Uh, third one was uh, Calder talking to Wonder Woman about a prison transport that got hit. Um, 
Sportsmaster. Mm-hmm. It so I I really liked uh, the the two people transporting the the prisoners. They were, great. were like weirdly bantering, and then it's like, oh, it's it's Barry and uh, Shazam, Shazam, Captain yeah. Marvel. Uh, well, just Shazam now, I guess. Yeah, Billy, now watch your mouth. Yo, he was Captain Marvel first. First, mm. so yeah, but they did that to dig it, Marvel. They didn't do it because it's a good name for him. Uh, no. No. Because I think he at the was, time... He was first first, and then DC bought that comic book company to acquire those rights to dig at Marvel. But- so, so... <laughs> we're both right. So we're both right. Captain Marvel was created in a pure environment. DC just took that and, as a and giant fuck poisoned you. poisoned it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was Marvel also trying to buy it? What if Shazam had ended up in the Marvel Universe? That would have been weird. I mean, it's kind of strange to have within a company called Marvel anyone named Marvel. I don't know. Miss Marvel? No, I know. It's weird. Why? What if DC had a Captain DC? It would sound strange. Well, yeah, but DC's not a real thing. Marvel is a word. Like, it's a real world outside of the company Marvel. Captain Excitement. I don't know. Like, it, it was weird to name somebody you after your, your own company. I'll fight you on this. All right. You know I'm ready. No, I'm not. Yeah. It's too much work. Um. Anyway, we, we find out that uh, Mad Hatter is injecting people with weird nanites mm-hmm. uh, that is allowing full control over them. <laughs> um, Which is very unsettling. That guy a creep. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we do see... Uh, so Nightwing ran into... Cheshire, Shade, Mist, and Livewire in story number one. All three stories are connected. Cheshire gets away with Shade because Artemis... Let's her go. Yeah, let's her go after saying, hey, stop being stupid. Your daughter needs you. Yeah, come see your kid. You're dumb. And then, uh... I also, like, weirdly like that Shade got his revenge. Oh, yeah. Well, because Cheshire was Because ain't nobody likes being treated that way. No, you know, this is bullshit. Free yourself. And then Shade's like, no, fuck you. All of this, I'm going to pop into prison in my totally sweet outfit yeah. and uh, kill the dude that's controlling actually, me. I thought I thought Shade just like looked like that. I kind of like that it's all makeup and special mm-hmm. effects. Mm-hmm. Like he looks like a normal dude, but like he gets his shade on and like he like because with the red eyes and the mm-hmm. crazy jaw and stuff, I thought it was like oh it kind of sucks that like he has to wear that suit. It probably contains him. No, it's an affect. Yeah, yeah. He just wants to. Look he fancy. chose that. Mm-hmm. Um, is he creepy? Can I like him as a villain? No, he no he's he's not a creep. She like, does this all the time. She says no when she means yes. It drives me crazy. Yes, I can like him. Well, okay, no, he's not. You, a creep. you did ask two, two questions. Two questions. questions. Yes, that's right. You're right. Uh, yeah, uh, Mad Hatter is a creep because he pervs on little girls. But Shade, I think, is just a standard robber. That's fine. I'm yeah, all he about just these. likes popping into banks and taking money. This is fine. Yeah, I liked his outfit. Yeah, he's very dapper. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Um. And last but not least, all of this gets wrapped up together when uh, Nightwing, Robin, Aquaman, Wonder Woman all meet with Batman, and we find out they're running a covert ops. Basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Wonder Woman. I was like, glad because like I was like, "What great. is Batman doing here?" But it's because he he broke away like as a stunt mm-hmm. for PR or whatever. It honestly makes me feel a lot better knowing that uh, Dinah's involved in it. Diana. Diana. Which one's Diana? 
Black the Canary. Black Canary, Motherfucker. Though, I'm mad that, like, Tim can't tell Wonder Girl. Right? That That's sucks. Bullshit. Yeah, it does. If I was him, I'd just tell her, fuck Batman. Yeah, Tim fuck needs Batman. to... Fuck Batman! Oh, my God. <laughs> I told someone that they should watch that show, and that in the first 15 minutes, Robin, in full outfit, said, fuck Batman. <laughs> Man, that has to be an example of the worst trailer i've ever seen just for how different it actually is than the show oh yeah the trailer looked like garbage an actual dumpster on fire garbage it reminded me of inhumans and that's an insult to the show titans yes oh my god that show is so bad yeah i know i'm also helping with the distraction but like we gotta wrap this up okay you're the best okay episode nine home fires uh, Lobo shows back up. Uh, the main man is here. Let me tell I you how much so I love much. Lobo. He's so dumb. He's a piece I can tell you how much I love Lobo. It is 0%. It's 0%. What's what's more than 0%? Uh, more hate. Literally anything negative, more than 0 Negative, <laughs> negative 1,000. Oh, that's a I lot. hate him with the wind chill of Chicago. Oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, he gets a contract from someone to kill Forager, which is... Rude and hurtful. Forager is the and most adorable. Interesting. Because, like, what? why kill Forager? What, what does that have to do with anything mm-hmm. other than potentially something to do with um, New Genesis and uh, Apocalypse? Uh, yeah. I mean, for all I know, maybe the bug people really don't like deserters. It could be, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's it's probably something bigger. I don't know. Is there something about Forager we don't know yet? Well, we did learn that he can take off his exoskeleton. Yeah, apparently. And then he's naked. He's naked and kind of slimy. Well, I think he was only slimy because he had just shed his skin. I don't think he's always slimy when naked. Though, like, in the very next episode, he was still just, like, naked. He was growing it back. Man, that takes a while. I guess. I'm like, you can see it like like, an outfit. You can see it coming in, like, patches and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like <laughs> that was so scary though when Lobo crushed like rolled up Forager. I thought for real Forager was dead. Uh, and I was like, no, I like nah, see, him. I, I didn't believe it for a second just because I, I don't know. It, it seemed. I mean, this too... show has been pretty fucking dark. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh my god, because oh right before um, that we see him stab Halo and then like drag her body around a little. Yeah, so Halo Ugh, is definitely so getting into the wolverine effect and it kind of bums me out where if you have one person who you can hurt with impunity like that doesn't mean they have to be the go-to for murder show you how badass this person is yeah Yeah. it's the the no you're right i don't like Like, that because like she's such a sweetie and dying all these times can't be good for her like mental health yeah like maybe you get through a couple episodes in a row and she doesn't die also, that was so gross. I mean, dear, like, like over, over, no, too much. I mean, dear show, like I love you, and this season has been great, but you got to chill on the violence because it is too much for me. Well, she's like fifteen too, so it's like, what? And, it, and it's such a wild swing, you know, that it seems that like it's so far out of tone yeah. to yeah. just to see that intense level of gore. I think they're. I assume trying to kind of find their footing on, oh, we don't have sensors pushing. Yeah, we back don't have standards this. and practices anymore. So every now and again, hopefully they just kind of do this thing without thinking about it. And the back half of this is going to be a bit more 
even leveled heels. out. Well, because like, and especially, I think there's there's a, a level here as well of violence against women. That I mean, I the, I get that that this is more about her power being that she can regenerate, and like you said, using it as an easy way to show that Lobo is a badass that has no real consequences. But also, man, I'm real sick of watching dudes stab women. I'm real tired of it. And mm-hmm. not, not only that, but she's a woman of color, and yeah. I just a woman don't... of color in a in a headscarf. Yeah. So I don't I don't need that. Yeah. It makes me feel really bad and sad and gross. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, so pretty much we had the whole Lobo thing. We had an ongoing, like, uh, B-side story of people showing up, uh, with their super kids for a play date. And oh somebody... my god, I was so stressed out about that. That guy was just, like, counting babies, and they just kept coming, and I was like, he's gonna fucking murder all oh my of god. those babies. But then Lady Shiva showed up and, and was took like, him nah. down. Yeah, that was Man. a very, uh... Inglorious and devotion master. That was like intense. And I actually loved it. Oh, yeah. Because legitimately, you take away the people you're trying to hurt. You take away one of their main reasons for living outside of I'm just a hero. You take away their love and you take away their children. Like, you're setting yourself up for a mm. war like, you cannot win. This, they literally have nothing else to be good for. Like, this guy thinks he understands what he would be letting out of the bottle by doing this. But, like, we were talking about this when we were watching it. Could you imagine what Superman might do if this guy killed Lois well, and, and his baby? their baby? You should read uh, the Injustice comic books. It It's a, well, two video games now. Uh, where it's very Mortal Kombat fighting style, blah, blah, blah. They they made an entire huge comic run on it that's still ongoing. And the enti- the, the premise of it is the Joker uses um, some hoodoo crap to make Superman think that Lois and uh, pregnant with their baby is Doomsday. And Superman ends up killing Doomsday, killing her, and then just loses his mind, kills the Joker, and Good. hits this point of, you know what, fuck this, I've been wrong my entire time, like my whole life, we need authoritative rule to stamp this shit out, and starts trying to take over the world, to impose what he feels is law and order on it, and oh, then Batman damn. is like, this is the worst thing ever, I need to start an underground revolution, and like, I think you would really like it, actually. It, mm. like, it has been amazingly good. And then it gets real weird and like He-Man gets involved at one point. They have a what? crossover with that well, and that was super strange. But um, no, like it brings everyone from DC into the, the story and it, it is an amazingly good story. Cool. Yeah. But that's what we were talking about is yeah. like, like this Aquaman who's like garbage and the worst with like the hook and stuff. Hook. Not Calder. Calder. Like Aquaman, Aquaman. I love that hook. I will. It doesn't fight make you. any fucking sense. He has a baby. The hook is six feet long. You're you're thinking about Justice League. Wait, yes, I we, am. Yes, you are. What? What? No, there's the Justice League cartoon right. in which Aquaman has a hook for a hand. When it's, and it's, it's dumb. It makes yeah, no sense. Yeah, he has magic water hand. Oh, whatever. 
But in this universe, both hands. Oh, this universe, he has both hands. He's much more chill. Yes. Okay, yeah, he's never super mind. chill. Also, where is he in season three? No we idea. We don't know, but Calder's Aquaman now. Oh, but yeah, anyway, yeah. I was thinking that was Aquaman. So I was like, like, can you imagine that Aquaman let off the hook? You know what I mean? Like, huh? uh, I hate you. Um, <laughs> but like... I understand what Orm Ocean Master was trying to do, but I agree with Beatrice. I don't think he had any idea what he was really oh, about yeah. to unleash upon the world. Well, and I love that the light is like, hey, we've known this has been here forever. We know, we know, know their forever. secret identities. We're not going to fuck with our children. Yeah, yeah. That's a terrible yeah. plan. That's mm-hmm. like the nuclear option. Yeah. And like Orm thinks he's ready for it. Nope. But I think he doesn't know because he doesn't have kids. Like he he doesn't know what that is to be a good guy with a wife and a kid trying to raise a kid and also be a good guy. Mm-hmm. And like legitimately heroes are heroes for as long as they possibly can until something humongous happens to them and they're all on a knife's fucking edge every single one of them mm-hmm. and they could go at any minute and like if that's what it takes like don't do yeah. that thing basically. so i i fucking love i love lady shiva and i love her showing up and just being like very calm and quiet and the the direction and characterization of her in this is so fucking spot Dude, on lady shiva is one of my favorite batman characters she's so great she's yeah. so dangerous well what? and like as we know from the comics, she's Cass Kane's mom, and so if mm-hmm. if if we've established that orphan is Cass, so now we're we're including, um, so any any attack on the superhero community or the superhero children in this community could involve an attack on her own kid. So even if so, I was thinking about how she could be playing this close to the chest that maybe nobody else knows that Cass is her daughter, but she's doing this not only on the lights benefit but also to help protect her own kid quietly Mm -hmm. and secretly keep her own child protected because Mm -hmm. it's like the mob rule or the prison rule you don't go after people's families because everybody has a family. family yeah yeah for sure and then last but not least episode 10 we have the og outsiders running around together and it's a uh, Batman, uh, Katana, and Menorah. Katana? Katana? Katana. No. No, it's Katana. It's Katana. Ugh. White people. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who's the other one? Uh, the gooey one. Yeah. He was a delight. He, I great. loved him. I'm yeah, not no, against he, it. No, he's awesome. I, I've loved his stupid face in comics forever. I was really enjoying that. And like when somebody like blows him up or whatever and is like, haha, I bet that hurts. And he's like, yeah, spoiler, I'm in pain constantly. Oh, yeah. Time. Um, I liked seeing Katana the last time I think we saw her was in Suicide Squad. Ugh, fine. Yeah. I was in Suicide Squad, which, mm-hmm. you know, was shitty. Um, but I like that. I think we saw her. Did we see her in like Arrow? I don't believe so. I don't remember. I think we did. I think we saw her in Arrow and she like helped Ollie get better in like a cabin somewhere. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And her sword is like her husband's soul or something. Yes. The, her sword captures the souls of those it kills. Right. And it killed her husband. So, and she stole the sword to be with her husband. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Um, lady Shiva straight up was like, I'm the better swordsman, but your sword is hella cool. And I'm taking it. (laughs) And I was like, can you, can you take it? No. Katana's like, this is my man. Mm -hmm. And I like that. They, they basically went, well, stealth is over. Let's blow everything up. I loved that. Also, like, 
This show is so funny sometimes in like really quiet ways when Bane is like, nobody comes on or off my island without me knowing. And Batman <laughs> just all, like this, rattles this, off this, this, this list this. of people who have like, <laughs> yeah, Batman's got jokes. He's got jokes. Batman jokes might be my favorite jokes because they are <laughs> very few and far between. So when they show up, you're just like, you know, you take oh, a minute. You go, oh, did he just tell a joke? <laughs> also, I love Bane. I like Bane Bane's so pretty much. Great. The weirdest thing is, I didn't really know anything about Bane beyond like the movie stuff. But then we read Secret Six, and like Bane decides he's going to be um, Scandal's like surrogate dad. And, like, they're so fucking cute together. Mm-hmm. It's adorbs. He once sent her to her room. Dude, honestly. Ah, you may have one scoop of ice cream. <laughs> ah! You should go back and read Nightfall. Like, it is one of the best Batman. Oh, yeah. Nightfall's good. Things. And it, it's just Bane systematically tearing down and destroying Batman. And it, it shows, like, you know, he's this crazy, juiced up, beefy dude, but... None of that actually mattered because he didn't fight Batman until uh, Bruce was a broken a shell of a person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, like, Bane is wicked smart. And I think that's one of the things that often gets left behind. Everybody just focuses on the big muscles. Yeah. But he is a brilliant tactician. Yeah, for sure. It's because... Also, he mentioned no juice anymore. He yeah. Need yeah it. He's off the sauce. He's just like a brawler. No. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. It's because he was born in the darkness. Oh, God. Yeah, brother. Oh, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Nerds. Um, Side note, I don't know why this made me think of it, probably because of shitty casting, but um, Oscar Isaacs voiced the um, Mexican wrestler Spider-Man in the stinger of Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Oscar Isaacs was in a superhero film. Sorry. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew that since the... Day that I watched it. All right, I didn't know <laughs> because I went home as all who voiced everyone. Who voiced everyone? That's fair. Yeah. All right. God, twenty ninety nine, dude. I love right. that Spider Man. Um. Yeah. Very last thing with this, we had a Cheshire show up and kind of like so dumb. creep on her daughter, mm-hmm. and Will goes out there and is like, "Hey, you're being a friggin' dum dum. Just get in here." Will continues to be the best Porter Parker Harker. Harper. Harper. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I love that, that Violet took his last Violet name. Violet was like, I don't know what my last name is, should be. And Will just is like, take Harper. You can be. You live that here. You're in the family. And I was like, so ah! just like crying all over myself. And then he sees this lady outside being weird. And he's like, hey, stop being stupid and come home to us, dum dum. And like, I just Could love you imagine it so much. that house just full oh of God. all these girls? Oh, oh my I God. Know. And Will just is like the happiest we've ever seen him, just mm-hmm. like surrounded by all of his ladies that he loves. And like, yeah. It makes me so happy. And I saw um, I saw a really nice post on Reddit of uh, this picture back from season one with uh, Connor with a big shaggy dog and then um, Sphere had just shown up <laughs> and somebody said, oh, you, you're going to adopt another one? And Ms. Martian was like, oh, you know, that's kind of what he does. And I'm just like, you know, here we are. Three seasons later, she knew what she was getting into. Like, yeah. he picked She up now strays. has a house full of strays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though, can we talk about the shower sex? <laughs> oh, man. What are you wearing? My engagement My ring. My engagement. And then I, he, like, <laughs> ran. <grizzled. laughs> yeah. Oh. I was like, Connor, why are you out there when she's in there talking to you? 
take off your t- like what are you doing adorable <laughs> oh and very last definitely not least we have our uh first real introduction to victor stone trying to get his father to uh, his father's come to his football game just come to the game you piece of shit He's i'm shit. sure his dad is going to show up watch the game and it will be very nice oh yeah definitely. no nothing uh, bad will come of this no Okay, on that note, that was our show. Thank you for listening. Uh, this ran on a bit long. Whew. Jesus we'll, Christ. We'll be better next time. Our bad. <laughs> we will not. to do, kitten. Yes. Uh, we will see you next week with more shows. All of the shows. We will figure them out, oh but spoiler, it's going to have Young Justice. Uh, thank you for listening. You all kick butt. We will see you next week. Same Bam time, same pow channel. Bam pow! <laughs> <laughs>